Welcome to The Haley Rowe Show. I'm a feel-good habits coach dedicated to helping you reach new levels of health, happiness, and high performance. Please visit www.haleyrowe.com for show notes. Let's get to it. Hey everyone, it's Haley Rowe. I'm so excited about this episode because we're going to talk about nutrition and not only nutrition, but how to actually create long lasting changes when it comes to your eating habits. Many of you guys know my goal is to feel amazing and energetic every day and help others do the same. And one of the best ways to do that is through nutrition. But You can't make long-lasting nutrition changes if you don't know how to address these really common mistakes. So that's what we're going to go over today. Before we start, I just want to tell you that when I first started wanting to change my eating habits, it was not based on wanting to be healthier. It was in middle school. I felt like all my friends were on diets. I thought that was the cool thing to do. I thought I was supposed to not want to gain weight. So I just started dieting and it was not a fun way to live. And I just want to let you know, if you're in a place where you feel like you're on the dieting roller coaster or you feel like you go from binging to restriction or you just keep seeing new diets come out and reading magazines, reading books, and you can't seem to figure out what's best for you, then this episode is going to really help you. And additionally, I want to share that my goals around health and nutrition and my motivation behind eating healthy now has nothing to do with the number on the scale at this point. It's more based on how I want to feel when I wake up in the morning, how I want to live my life, Because I want to perform really well on stage. I want to have energy. I want to bring my A game to work and not have brain fog. I want to sleep like a baby at night. And I want to be old and still be like Suzanne Summers. Okay, so that's why I eat healthy now. And that motivation behind it is way more powerful than when I first started. So if you're feeling like you're obsessed with the scale and you have a sugar addiction and you can't get over this brain fog, I want to tell you it's totally possible to change and feel better and change your mentality to a place of love and enjoy the process. I swear to God, I used to eat the worst diet out of anybody I know besides my dad. It was like toaster strudel and cinnamon toast crunch and lean cuisine or, or those. Actually, it's worse. It's the like kids lunch TV dinner in plastic microwave cuisine. Like I would eat that every day. Anyways, I got off topic. But the point is, I was just like you. If you feel like you're a food person and you love food and you can't get over it and you can't change your habits and you're bummed. So I know what that feels like and learn from my mistakes in this episode. Okay, let's get started. The first lesson is work with your natural tendencies and preferences instead of against them. So the entire dieting world and media is centered around trying to get you to do things based on the latest info, what other people are doing, what celebrities are doing. But when was the last time you checked in with what I like to call and what Shalene Johnson calls the four S's? The four S's are self- science, sanity, and success. 
So to give you an example, when I was really obsessed with the dieters mentality, I was focused on trying to change my habits to match what the latest nutrition book or article said. So I was eating five small meals a day and eating breakfast without fail and increasing my protein with egg white omelets. But I never stopped to factor in what's the real science behind this? Does it work for me? Is this going to last long term? Am I going to be able to keep this up? And am I seeing results? Am I happy, etc.? I wasn't factoring those things in. Now, keep in mind, I was a young, impressionable, middle school slash high school girl, but you got to have some common sense during your nutrition journey. I eat really healthy now, but I do things kind of on my own terms and my own rules or standards. So let me share a few of the things that I do that are different than what the media conventionally will tell you to do. So here's an example. I usually skip breakfast. Oh my gosh. Why? Because I'm not hungry. Doesn't that make sense? And I do just fine when I eat lunch and dinner or have a a bulletproof coffee or something during the day that's a little lighter and a big dinner. I'm happy that way. I'm sane that way. I'm not obsessed with food that way. And I later learned that skipping breakfast or eating bigger meals instead of small, small, small meals throughout the day is not as bad as we think it is because I learned how to read a study. I learned that you're not burning off your muscle. I learned that your insulin sensitivity is going to be better and things like that. But that's not the point. The point is to listen to your body, see what works for you, test it out, and never be dogmatic about a certain approach that you read and you just think it should apply to you. The more you can know yourself and know what environments you thrive in and your personality traits and especially what your strengths are, the more you can use those things to your advantage on this journey and the more you can make your journey enjoyable and sustainable. Alrighty, lesson number two, shaming does not work. I used to think if I gave myself this harsh pep talk, I would be back on track with my nutrition for good. I'd be consistent once and for all, but this never worked. And I would end up rebelling or sabotaging myself even more just because I felt disconnected and unhappy with how I spoke to myself. And not to mention when you say things to yourself like, always mess up. Oh, you're such a failure. Oh, you're so gross. You are prescribing that to your story. You're telling your brain to tell your body to keep doing that. Do you want to keep living that way? Would you be willing to just stop this behavior and see what happens? I would. If it makes a change, I would be willing to do it. So if you're thinking language is not powerful, please try this out. Try talking to yourself in a way that a coach would talk to you, someone who's supportive, someone who gives constructive feedback, somebody who tells you something productive and explores the issue instead of immediately getting wrapped up and reactive with emotions. So instead, you might approach something that didn't make you feel good with questions like, why did I do this? What was I really wanting to feel? What was I looking to gain from this? How can I prevent this in the future? Instead of, oh my God, oh, I did this again, blah, blah, blah. And being a part of the problem instead of looking for the solution. 
Lesson number three when it comes to trying to make long-term changes to your nutrition has to do with keeping your eyes on your own work. It can be really tempting to compare yourself to others and seek out other people's highlight reels and even use those things to make yourself feel bad about yourself and use it as a form of shaming. But you have to pay attention to what you're doing to create progress given where you're currently at. And there's a quote I really like that kind of sums up this lesson. And it is, comparing yourself to others is the thief of joy. It takes you away from making progress. It takes up your energy and your time. But instead, you could be focusing on one choice that represents an improvement for you where you're at right now. You don't have to wait for approval. You don't have to wait for the next diet book to come out to know what the next step is for you. You don't have to tell your friends on social media what you're doing. All you have to do is focus on what makes you feel best, where you're headed, and the work in front of you today. You do not have to make crazy jumps to things you've never done before just because somebody else is doing it and they're making crazy progress. We are all different. We have different metabolisms, different microbiomes, different age ranges, different goals, and you have to consider the four S's that we talked about earlier, self, sanity, success, and science. So focus on getting really honest with yourself and not getting distracted by shiny objects or what other people are doing. You have to start with you and you also have to be okay with doing non-glamorous, boring, small changes consistently over time. I know it's tough to face the facts that we can't just get a quick fix, do it for a while, and then go back to our old way of living. If we really want to change long term, we have to consistently practice small improvements over time. Now, this leads me to our next lesson, which is lesson number four, and that is every choice is a chance. Okay, Let's talk about this for a little bit. I was watching a CrossFit video and the message in the video was slow is smooth and smooth is fast. What does this mean? Well, basically practicing one thing consistently 10,000 times is faster than doing 10,000 things at once and maybe only doing them a few times and being overwhelmed and then not doing any of them, because you're too overwhelmed and you burned yourself out. I used to think if I wasn't perfect, the whole day was a waste. I just, you know, might as well just eat a whole tray of cookies if I just had one. And that mindset, aka the all or nothing mindset, is such a waste. And it just does not lead to long-term progress. And it makes you feel bad about yourself. Imagine if we said, well, I forgot to brush my teeth this morning, so I'm also just not going to shower. I'm not going to put on deodorant. I'm not going to put on any makeup. The whole day is just gone to waste. We would never do that. Every choice counts. You just get right back on track with the next choice. All right, guys, let's move on to the last lesson, lesson number five, which is stop planning, start doing. I am a type A personality, 
and I love planning. I love writing to-do lists. It makes me feel so good. I love checking things off. And so it wasn't a surprise that when I was trying to change the way I was eating, I was looking for a plan. I was looking for somebody to tell me what to eat, when to eat it, how much to eat, the recipes, the ingredients, everything. And then I would have a meal prep day. And actually that was not working for me because here's what, here's the deal. There is no one size fits all diet, number one. And number two, I would plan my whole week and I would have this meal prep day But then it'd be like Thursday and I made these meals on Sunday and I'd be like, I am not in the mood for this salad thing that I've been eating all week. I don't want this fish thing that I made earlier this week. So I would feel restricted. I would feel like I'm wasting my money because I planned all of this and now I'm not sticking to the plan. And it did not take intuitive eating into account, which is something that really works for me. So I decided I needed to change this way of life and I needed to stop being so tied to a plan and instead focus on just making the best choices that I can in whatever situation I'm in. Here's the thing about choices. There's good choices, there's better choices, and then there's your best choice. And What those choices look like is going to be different every day because your environment changes, your schedule changes, and you might not be feeling like making your best choice on a certain day, and that's okay. But you have to start practicing asking yourself in situations, what is a good choice here? What's a better choice here? And what's the best choice here? Because it allows you to be flexible and not need an in-depth plan and instead just focus on making the most with what you got around you because you're not always going to have a plan. You're not always going to be able to foresee what's going to happen in your life or what you're feeling like eating for dinner on Thursday when it's Sunday. Being able to identify what the best choice looks like in whatever situation you're in and executing it is so powerful and it doesn't require lots of time planning ahead of time. Now, of course, you should be proactive and maybe if you're traveling, bring something healthy just in case you get hungry. I'm not saying that that's dumb or that you shouldn't do that. And I'm also not saying that you should not have standards for yourself and sit down and plan those and identify those. And I'm also not saying you shouldn't identify your values or your goals. But what I'm saying is if you are searching and spending so much time creating a plan and you're finding that you're not executing it, it might be time to loosen the reins a little bit and focus on living in the present moment and see what happens from there. One thing I really like to do to bring me to the present day and plan on how I can have a successful day instead of planning way ahead and getting ahead of myself is just asking myself questions. And every morning I journal the answer to this one question and it is, how can I win this day? And I categorize like for my health, here's the one thing I need to do. For my business, here's the one thing I need to do, etc. So I highly recommend trying this. And this way you're not getting caught up in what you're doing next year, what the whole week looks like but you're bringing your attention to the now. And a lot of times my answers can be really eye-opening. So for example, one thing I realized I was doing when it came to nutrition was eating something that everybody else is eating around me in a social situation when I really 
wasn't enjoying it. I wasn't being mindful and I, it didn't make me feel good. And so something I've started doing is just saying no and being okay with that. And that takes courage. That takes practice. People might give you a hard time about it, but that's an example of doing something in the moment and identifying that with this powerful question of how can I win the day versus having an extravagant plan where you might not be able to plan for those kinds of moments. And speaking of asking yourself powerful questions, the last episode of The Haley Rose Show, episode number five, talks about some really good examples of questions that you can use to bring your attention to the now and making this a really powerful day of change compared to getting caught up in the I will start tomorrow mentality. So I highly recommend listening to that episode. It's at HaleyRowe.com slash start hyphen today hyphen not hyphen tomorrow. All right. Have a great rest of your day. Let me know if you have topics or questions you'd like to cover in future episodes. And I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you. Want to hear more shows? Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. Get your free habits guide at HaleyRow.com. And remember that any advice given on the show does not substitute for medical advice from your healthcare professional. Talk to you guys soon.